The Cooper Cup news is just so on brand for this season. Big time. Big time. It, it, it's, I mean, it's terrible news, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's also one of those things like, yeah, it's about what you would expect. When he went down, it, yep, that's going to be that's going to be for a while. Sean McVay didn't look good, didn't sound good. Here we are. When it rains, it pours. I know that's the saying. It really, really true. What you just said is it's not even a shock or a surprise. It's like, no, that's how this season has gone. Unfortunately for Cooper Cup, he's had a couple moments this year where you're like, uh, I think he's injured, but has been able to come back and play, and this one will hold him out at least four weeks. This is what's so crazy. Like, if you just uh, – you, for instance, mm-hmm. you you watch the Rams, but you're not, like, deeply embedded sure. yep. in what they're doing. You knew that they use him way more than they use everybody else. Mm-hmm. He's the most important guy on their team. When And I'm embedded in it on a, on a weekly basis. I know that they're using – I didn't know that they were using him to the tune of 38% of their offense coming into that game against Arizona. Do you know, not to, put you, on, not to put you on the spot, but do you know of who's second in I, the NFL, what percentage that is? I, I don't, but I know it's that be he under was 30%. way clear yeah. of the next closest guy. It wasn't like he was at 38 and the next guy was at 36. It was way down the list. And look, they're not scoring points with Cooper Sure. Cup. Sure. So what, what? What? I mean, are we talking ten points a game? Well, can I can I tell you this? Nine? Can I tell you what, this? What, what is it? This could be when you don't feel like you're really playing for something, as in you're not really playing for. All right, you're going to be in the playoffs and just got to be ready for the right time. And if you could just get in and you're fighting with other wild card teams, you don't feel like that's going to be in the cards for the Rams. There is some curiosity. I mean, this weekend there's a little bit of curiosity. There's curiosity of how are they going to move the ball down the field? There's some curiosity of, does Allen Robinson now, does his just mindset completely change because Cooper Cup is not there? And it's like, I might be the number one option. Does that change for Van Jefferson? Does that change for some of those backs? Does it, like, I'm curious to see, you might be right. Maybe they end up with six points this weekend. Maybe they put up some points because they're able to surprise um, that some guys now have more on their back. I always feel like when when there's more, when you're basically told, "Hey, we're depending on you," because yeah, there's either, nothing else, you're you going to step else. up a little. Yeah, yeah, and and hopefully that's what happens. Yeah. Hopefully Cam Akers comes out and runs for 130 yards, and Van Jefferson has 100 yards through. And the we air shouldn't and have confidence or give them the benefit of the doubt that that's going to. But happen. there's exactly there's no evidence to suggest that that's about to happen. Mm-hmm. None. the The opposite is true. You, when you were saying it, Slee, it's like, how are they going to do it? The answer is they're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not with Cooper Cup they didn't move the ball and now he's not there hey you know what's going to help our offense no Cooper Cup I mean it's 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 they're just it's it's more it's right more now. individuals seeing if there are individuals that kind of take the challenge step up can I ask you a question and, and this is this is a a pet peeve of mine and mm-hmm. I know that I'm probably on a relatively small island here but it it, it Popped up last night on Monday Night Football when I was watching. Did you get a chance to see any of the game last night? Saw the highlights, did not watch the game. Okay, mm-hmm. so the fumble from Dallas Goddard. Saw that. Right, okay. Yep. And he clearly was face masked, yep. right, that they did not call. Yep. But they went back to review it to mm-hmm. see if the ball had come out before his knee hit the ground, which they do. Yep. Here's my thing. What? Just don't think too much about sure, this. Sure. What's the purpose of a replay? Uh, to get the call right. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. To make sure that we got it right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to go back mm-hmm. and we're going to go frame by frame and say, okay, ball's out, knee down. Nope, it's not. Fumble. But as we're watching this, there clearly was oh, something. Oh, wow, we that missed took, that one. We missed. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, we're not saying go look at the left tackle on the other side of the field. Mm-hmm. We're not saying go look at the other wide receiver who's down in the end zone. In this play that we're re- reviewing right now, an egregious foul was missed. Mm-hmm. 
but it, we're not allowed to review that because we're only looking at the knee and the ball. If the point of all of this is to get the calls right, why in the hell can't they go, look, it's a fumble, but we missed this. That's part of it. Face mask, 15 yards, first down Eagles. Why is it not that easy? So I, I think the it sounds easy. I think they don't know where to draw the line. So I'm going to give you an example. This happened a few years ago in the NBA. It was a playoff game. And I want to say it was like the Clippers and the Thunder. This was probably four or five years ago, something along those lines. I think I know what you're talking about. And there was a critical play in the playoffs. Ball out of bounds. Exactly. Something happened where it's like, well, we can't – we know we screwed up. But we can't review that portion of it. And Doc Rivers loses it. He's yes. like, what are you talking about? You of know, course. Whatever it is. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think there is this this line to walk with replay. And nobody knows what that line is because it happens a lot. I mean, what you just said yesterday could be the difference of winning that game and losing that game. Just using that as an example. It's right in front of it's you. It's right there. You're reviewing the play. Yes, we've already stopped the play. I'm not saying go review every play. I'm saying that if there's a change of possession, a fumble, an mm-hmm. interception, a ball out of bounds in the NBA, I can't tell did it go off his hand or his hand. Let's go look at the tape. But you realize, okay, it did go off this guy's hand, but in the process he got karate chopped in the face. That's a mitigating factor. Let's. It, I'm not relitigating guys, all of this. Guys will it get, seems easy to Guys me. will in the NBA, they'll get – their arm taken yes. off. They didn't call a foul. But the ball went off the guy that got his arm taken off. Drives They're like, me crazy. there's nothing we could do about it. Drives me crazy. The 72 Dolphins are rejoicing in their 80 year Did they do bodies. the sports center where I'm sure they did. Berman, they pop the I'm bottle sure and they say, did. yeah. I, it, yeah. It, those Once guys. Once a year. I, I, every year. It's like, <laughs> come on, year? man. The NFL had like eight teams. And and guys were plumbers in the off season. It was they're smoke speaking of smoking cigarettes and, and running marathons. These guys are burning down Marlboros on the sidelines. Hey, we're the only undefeated team. Yeah, because there were like eleven full time players in the league. Can we please not do that? It drives me nuts. I talked right. to my my sorry my Eagles friend this weekend, and I was Eagles. like. I was talking to her. I was like, "Would you rather them lose now? What? When do you want them to lose?" Because I was like, "Or do you just want them to go undefeated?" Because I feel like when I was in that same place in 2020, when the Steelers went 11 and 0, I was like, "I'm just waiting for them to lose because I don't want L. them to lose in the, in the postseason." Because yeah, that just seems like it's always coming for them. And she said she just wanted them to lose to a bad team, but Commanders, I guess, are that they're solution. mediocre. Yeah, you know. I, I think there's something to that. I think there's the everyone's looking at you now they're only paying attention to the undefeated season i'm i'm i i don't think there's anything wrong you take that l in the regular season go back and i, I know i'm in the minority here I, I know that i'm this is not i love people that go for it i loved that the warriors went for 73 wins i know that they didn't get the championship i know that it's kind of a footnote to their team history i get it i love that they went for it that the Patriots went eighteen absolutely or in the regular season went sixteen and zero and then the, a couple playoff because, wins. Look, Al, I just said it a second ago. Mm-hmm. The seventy-two that's fifty years ago, mm-hmm. and we still talk about those guys who won the Super Bowl the year after that, the year before that, mm-hmm. every year since then. You could go back a few years here and there and remember it. Those guys are fifty years down the road, and they're still talked about. Immortality does not come around like that. So very you can often. you can go for it, but. Not at the expense of cashing it in. So let me give you an example. Yeah, but how do you know that? Let, let me give you an example. The Dodgers this past year, there came a point where it's like they can break the record. Yeah, they could have. Right? And we even had a conversation about it. And it's, I, I think we use the Dodgers as a perfect example. 
are you going for the record? But at the risk of going for the record, maybe you're playing somebody that can use a little yeah, bit of rest. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. So you, that, you don't that's, push it. And I think the Dodger one's a perfect example because it just happened and they were in position, striking distance and going to go break that record. As long as if you're doing it and it's in place of like if you if you're if you're 14 and 0 and you happen to win the last two games but you rested some of your guys like as long as it does not affect you potentially winning the ultimate this prize. idea well okay we're 13 and 0 14 and 0 mm-hmm. and this well you know we got to get that loss so it's like why you don't have to you get could the be, L. you could be a legend but if it happens it's like all right at least the attention goes a little bit away from that ESPN LA and Subaru have teamed up to recognize and award a student scholar athlete $2500 in cash for all you high school coaches and parents nominate your child or student who have excelled in the classroom and on the field. He or she needs to be a high school senior who has a 3.2 GPA or higher and playing a sport. All you got to do is go to ESPNLA.com. That's ESPNLA.com to make your nomination today. Love, it's what makes Subaru Subaru. All right, so Ken Rosenthal was writing about Justin Verlander and where he would like to potentially land next season. The top three choices, according to Ken Rosenthal, this is usually where you throw shade at him, Slee. Would you like to do it now or would you like to wait? I'll wait. No, this I, it's a lot of it has got to do with the do timing. you remember? A lot of it has to do with the timing. <laughs> By the way, these three teams that he's listening, I don't think now Verlander's going to any of these three teams. <laughs> I, this guy's been at a career for 30 years of, of just nailing it. And so he's like, well, remember when Rosenthal got the Verlander, the Scherzer Listen, deal wrong? I didn't need <laughs> I him that. to I didn't need him to get it right. If but it was the Padres, you would have never you're remembered. You're probably right. You're probably right. Could have been Tampa, and it's a completely different conversation. But what I didn't need him to say is, hey, here's a copy of his lease. He just signed a lease in downtown San Diego. He's going to be here. Um, he has annual pass to SeaWorld and the zoo. <laughs> and then he ends up somewhere else. So anyway, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Ken Rosenthal, according to Sliwa, uh, is saying that the Mets, Dodgers, and Yankees are at the top of his list. All small market teams. Uh, yeah, right. Um, the Dodgers and the Astros obviously have the history that they have. Yep. Justin Verlander was a pitcher, not a hitter. His benefit of it was more um, tangential than direct, right? Now, he benefited from the run support, don't get me wrong, so he was in on it for sure, but it doesn't seem like it sticks to him the way Correa, Bregman, Do you agree with and that? some others. Is to a that, point. Is that a, to um, a point, but no, Is that okay? Really. Is it okay for it not to stick to him the way it does stick to I, I, those I, other players? I, I can't even give you a good explanation to, mm-hmm. as to why out, but he doesn't bother me the way those other guys do. Like, and and to, that's why I'm asking the question, yeah. because you're right. We're not saying, hey, the Dodgers are choosing, are picking between Correa and Verlander. They're going to yeah. either go get a bat or they're going to go get an arm. And if we sat here and had that conversation, you know, Dodger fans would go, I don't want to see Correa. They'd For, hallucinate. Now, they've, they've come around. We've gone from 100 to 0 to like 90 to 10 on Correa. But mm-hmm. Verlander, I think you're right that – for whatever reason, and maybe it's because he hasn't been quite as obtuse about all of this as some of those other guys are. But So here's the question. A, the Dodgers' problem last season was not their pitching. They didn't they didn't advance in the postseason because their pitching failed them. It's because they didn't score any weren't runs. Clutch. They weren't clutch. Mm-hmm. Um, he will be 40 years old when the Major League Baseball season starts. The Do- He's also going to win the American League Cy Young Award. Mm. He was the best pitcher if not in baseball, certainly in the American League and maybe in baseball. 
he finally seemed to got his World Series thing figured out a little bit. Sure. It was, you know, it wasn't perfect. What, he give up five in the first game? Yeah. And in his second and start, he was better great. in the second. Yeah. But this is one of these things that the Dodgers have the money. They didn't do it with Scherzer. He's older. He's a year and a half older than mm-hmm. Scherzer. They opted not to do it, but they I They took don't Scherzer tail end, but then let the Mets go pay the, the real money. So I want to come back and I want to tell you why I think that this may be something that they want to consider, where I appreciated what they did with Scherzer. I do not want Carlos Correa, but why I might be open to Justin Verlander. When we come back, it's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. At the risk of talking about food, I'm already excited about what I'm going to get. I'm already, I've already been... Did you already look at the menu? I, I may have taken a peek. Did you? No. I could. I, I have will. an idea. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look. We get an appetizers? <laughs> we just going straight to entrees? What I think that's, that's kind of up to Amanda there, right? Well, you I mean, going to initiate look. the appetizer? Yeah. Why not? What if you're not paying for the bill? Then what happens? Then get two. Right. No, not right. I'm bringing sushi from. <laughs> I'm bringing you're packing my own. in. You brought a bento box. You're gonna you're gonna come in and sit down and. Open uh, what are you up. ordering? Just need soy sauce. <laughs> you need what? Soy sauce. Oh man, Cooper Cup just uh, tweeted. Thanks to everyone who has reached out and sent prayers. This is unfortunately just part of the game. Appreciate having a trusted medical team around me. Gonna get this thing fixed. Then we get back to work to get back to work. It's a nice message. And and I, I'm a huge Cooper Cup fan, but I just I, I'm still in the Emily. Help me with this. This is this denial. Is this the first stage of grief? Is this what it is? Yeah, but I think you're more than accept- acceptance part. You're like I'm accepting the faith that's given to me. Yeah, but it's not acceptance. Is in I'm ready to move on. This is more like I. Of course, this was going to happen in mm-hmm. a season where nothing hit. By the way, you really rocked my world yesterday. I've thought about this a couple of times. This season got off to a bad start and got worse from there. It never really had that bounce that you were hoping for. That, okay, here it comes. And then, oh, it goes down. It's bad, not good, not good, bad, 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 terrible today with the news of Cooper Cup. Yeah, and and it's funny. I think the only thing now that you look at the rest of the, re- the, rest of the regular season is maybe a little bit of a tryout. Guys will get opportunities that don't usually get opportunities. You're trying to make a decision. Hey, is this guy... Is he? Can he be a part of the roster next year? Like you're going to actually see guys on offense. I think that's going to come up as a part of the conversation. Looks like they have calamari on the uh, they have calamari. menu for a little appetizer. I'm just saying, who doesn't like that? I don't think anybody does not like that. <laughs> it's deep fried, and you dip it in things. That's it. Who says no? Right? You could dip it in marinara. You could have a little aioli. There's a lot of different ways you could go with this. See, I've already I've already peaked. You have. Things. I will say, I'm going to give you credit on this because. The way you talk a lot of the time, it makes it sound like, I don't know, 
during a break you're going to have uh, a hoagie <laughs> or something like that. That's not what happens. In the few times that we've been at like a work function, mm-hmm. you're calm, cool, and collective when it comes to the food. Addicts, you're do their ordering, work you're doors, ordering like. salads, and you're ordering. What's your signature down there? The poke, the ahi salad, the ahi the salad, seared ahi salad. That's your signature down That's there. That's good. You're cutting one, the fish, one size portion. You're too. cutting it. I'm like, wow, this is this is. The most I've seen was those amazing. boneless wings that uh, that Kirk got at for one of the, our first away games where you. Oh yeah, ate. I, did hit, I did hit a few of those. You're not That's wrong about that. That's the worst I've seen. Yeah, or the M M&M and M bags, but, right? The, the he doesn't wasp. put those down really quickly. Like he he'll he'll eat those like a normal person. He doesn't go. Yeah, that's a lot <laughs> of them. It's a lot of them, right? Did you hear what she just said? No, he'll eat <laughs> those like a normal person. <laughs> like there are other things like the boneless wings that I don't. But you're probably right about that. Here's why I'm okay with Verlander sleep. Mm-hmm. Let's just mix it up a little bit, okay? And and I, it's not my money, so it's easy to say. And he's gonna he's gonna demand a very high price. He's gonna be the reigning Cy Young Award winner. What kind of contract you think he's gonna get? He's at the, forty. Term or dollars? I, term, because I, th- I think it, it matters. I think he, term, he may, he term may is. get if he wants three years. Does he get thirty a year? He might. Right, as crazy as that sounds, if he just wants to go big for, I think there'll be some teams. The Dodgers were willing give to give less this term, less years, but more. When Bryce Harper signed, I want to say a twelve or a thirteen million dollar deal with the Phillies, right? For obviously a very high uh, amount, but the Dodgers were willing to go way beyond that reportedly for a much shorter period of time. They're going to do like a three or a four year deal. So maybe the Dodgers will blow the roof off of it short term. But you know what I want to see. I want to see something done slightly differently. I don't want to blow it up. I don't want to rebuild, you know, th- this this organization from the ground up. I don't need a total teardown. But let's try something. Let's see if you can't get a little bit of spark, a little bit of guy that has a little bit of an attitude, a, a guy that's got kind of a let it all hang out. The Dodgers feel really tight. The Dodgers feel very, very corporate. And Verlander's not a maniac or anything, but he's got a little bit of that extra thing that I don't know if a lot of those Dodger guys do. And I'm open to the idea of let's just try it differently. This We stay in this lane. We yeah, do it like yeah. this. This is how we go. We're going to hope that this time the baseball gods and the numbers work in our favor. Let's throw something against okay. the wall let, and see let me, if you get let, a different Let me result. throw this your way. And it's not that you can't do both. But to get a spark for the Dodgers, is it going to be a 40-year-old Justin Verlander who has, you know, like you mentioned, the guy's obviously had a tremendous career, but he's also 40 years old and still pitching incredibly great. Mm-hmm. Or can that spark come from younger pieces, younger players? Like, I do think I agree with you that they are incredibly corporate. I do agree with you that they show up and it's eight in the morning is when they show up. Everybody is clean shaved. Um, they're already on the phones making their cold call. Like, they are, they are such a Fortune 500 company. Just as an example, you know, can you use some of these younger pieces? Vargas, I'll use Vargas as an example. I feel like they need a a, a spark more from youth than they do with another veteran who's been in the game for a long time. Who and I'm not. This is not me knocking Verlander because if the Dodgers end up with Verlander, I don't think anybody's going to sit back and say, "Well, I don't think they should have got that." But in my personal opinion, I think they. I agree, they do need a spark. But I almost feel like they need. A youthful spark, younger pieces rather than another 40-year-old. 877-710-ESPN. What do you think? 877-710-3776. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but here, here's why I'd go the other way. I don't know what I'm going to get from a young player. Mm-hmm. I, Miguel Vargas is a nice player. 
but I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to get. It could be where he comes back down to earth a little bit. Sure. That you just the, the young players are important, but to try to rely on them to be the thing that kind of mixes it up a little bit, I think is one part of it. That's why a veteran is more intriguing to me in that scenario. Here's the other thing. You know what I would love to just a little bit of unease in the building. A mm-hmm. little bit of, you know, we're not entirely pleased with how this has gone, which is a really weird thing to throw in there for a team that won 111 games. To kind of put it out into the the universe that, hey, listen, um, I know you guys won 111 and all, but we're going to try to do things here just a little bit differently. I'm not entirely sure that wasn't what they were trying to do with Bauer. They just picked the wrong guy. Yeah, They, they, they yeah. just picked a guy that wasn't just a wild card. Turns out he was much more than that, right? Um, but having somebody that isn't bathed in the Dodger way, mm-hmm. that has been other places, that may come in and just have a – and I'm, I'm simplifying this a tad. Just a – dude, can you guys all loosen up a little bit? Mm. We're really – can can guys, this is – relax. We're going to be all right. You know, get something different mm. along the way. And I don't know if a young player – can do that. I don't now they can come in and, and get some hits and make some plays, but is Mookie Betts going to respond to that young player? Is is, it's is funny. Clayton Kershaw going to do that? And, I don't know. And when I say that, it's more I don't think talent's an issue for the Dodgers. I don't think star power is an issue for the Dodgers. And I agree with you. I don't think uh I'm just use Miguel Vargas as an example. Vargas is not going to come in and tell people, no, no, it's just Hey, I show up to work and I am who I am because I'm I'm so young. Yeah, and he brings something that maybe none of these other veterans—they've just been in the game for so long—that doesn't happen every day. If Verlander's available, if they can get him, if it makes sense, of course you go get Verlander to add to what you already have. But I—it I, sounds like you you want him more from a clubhouse perspective. I, I want on top of what he brings to the what table. What he brings is either going to be really really good, or he'll just show up shot, and then it doesn't matter. Right, so you're either getting a really good player who's got some incredible experience, or you get a 40 year old guy who just shows up washed, which is super unlikely. He just had one of the best seasons of his career. He, he had an ERA of under two at 39 years old. It's That's it's unreal. bananas. Let's try Monterey Park and Al. Al, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Al? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for uh, having me on. I really agree with you, Travis, because it was it was. Verlander in that first World Series with the Astros that was yelling at his team when it was really tight, and he just laid into them. And that's what we need. We need some guy with, you know, charisma and just passion that's that's respected. I was expecting that from uh, Freeman, but we never got that from him. So I agree with you, Travis. Yeah, thanks, Al. I, look, Freddie Freeman is corporate. Great player. Mm-hmm. Great player. He's not a wild card. Yeah. Mookie Betts is a great player. He files player. his taxes way ahead of time. February. They're February. In. They're yep. done. Wild yep. card! He's got his yeah. refund by the time yeah. you're filing yours. You know, Verlander, he's asking for an extension after the extension. That's what Verlander's doing. It, 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 it These guys that they've got, Clayton Kershaw, greatest Dodger of all time, arguably, He's not a wild card. He, he's he's bathed in the Dodger way from the time he's come up. There, and that ain't going to change, right? No, That's no just, yeah. it's, it's who he is, right? Mookie, as great of a player as he is, he's kind of buttoned up, mm-hmm. right? They, their best players are buttoned up guys. And 
Verlander's not. I'm trying to think of a good example here. He's not uh, Manny Machado or Juan Soto, who's got you know this unbelievable charisma or something like that. But it is one of these guys. I've been a lot of other places and had a ton of success. I don't, you know, mm. I'm I'm all right. I'm comfortable with me. And you guys are you guys need to lighten up. Just somebody comes in there that rattles everybody's cage a little bit. I think you need that. And and Slee, here's the other thing I'll say. I could be a hundred, yep. but just running it back again seems like the least appealing thing to me. Just saying, hey, you just want to see something different. You we, want to see uh, just walk into spring training and there's something that looks a little bit different, oh, rather we, than hey, you just we needed a couple guys to score and running with runners in scoring position, and not only looks a little different, feels different. It's not just that, oh, you know, Tyler Anderson, we mm-hmm. haven't seen him before. We hadn't seen some of these, but just like, oh, that's a different energy. You know, you know what? We all know. We all, there's some people that just come in like, there's a little crackle in the room that wasn't there before. That's what they need. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the right guy for it, but I'm willing. It's not my money. Let's go. You know, I, I guess it is. I did pay $50 to park. So maybe it is my money. What, what, between those three teams, best fit for him where? There's, there's no bad fit. There, he's Justin Verlander. There's no bad fit. You put him on your team, your team's better with him. Because the team that would have the best chance to win it all is the Dodgers of those three teams. But the Yankees were right there. They couldn't beat the Astros. Mets were, Mets too. were right there, won 100-plus games. Look, getting him off the Astros, too, not the end of the world. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Factor Cap coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. If you want to get in on that Verlander, that's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys. Uh, Get your tickets yet? <laughs> Have not got the tickets yet. I got yet. a new code for you. They changed the code. <laughs> oh, it's called TS22. Is that what it is? That's what it was. It was Taylor. They Swift. want you to think it's TS22. <laughs> TS23. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> for the real insiders. For That's the right. Oh, one percent. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'm going to play also what uh, Demarcus Cousins thinks about Ticketmaster. It's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out yep. here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Yes, man. It's, this is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. That is not him with the Sacramento Kings. No. That is him earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. 
Trying to get tickets to see uh, Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. I think he thinks it's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's a big Swifty. So uh, we were talking about the Astros just uh, just now, but uh, Jeremy uh, was doing kind of like a (laughs) post-championship tour around Houston. So he was working at a Cane's uh, chicken restaurant, handing out things in the drive-thru. Then he also ended up going to a Rockets game. So the Rockets game was later in the evening, uh, as we can assume, and he looked... Um, how how can I say this? Toasty? Altered? This? Altered. Uh, so you are good at realizing when someone's high. Travis, factor cap. I, well, I didn't think I was until I saw that video of Jeremy Pena. <laughs> that that kind of changes my opinion on that. Um, I can tell if you've had a couple of drinks. I'm pretty good at that. I'm not great at telling if you've had a smoke or an edible. I, I'm not particularly good at that. Have you seen Pena in that video? So Please? I saw him at the Raising Canes. I had not seen him in the. Uh, I, I did not see him at the Rockets. See it there. He okay. looks so blasted, blasted, so mm. faded, so incredibly. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he looks like he is. Um, so if that's the standard to be able to tell if he is or not, then yes, he, he looked like Cody Bellinger on the. Uh, at Mardi Gras. On a Tuesday. <laughs> what do you mean at Mardi Gras? You look like Cody Ballinger go to, go to Walmart. Playing in center field. Um, okay, so I'm actually, I fall along the same line with you on this. If you're drunk, I could tell so easily, right? Drunk, no problem. Hi, I have to kind of look at you a couple different times. Wait a minute. Is, what is that person talking about? <laughs> Where's that guy walking at the grocery store? That one I can't really identify nearly as quick as I could identify somebody being drunk. And maybe that just has to do with when you're drunk, you're got there's a better there's chance tells. that you're more obnoxious. Yeah, there's, there's a better a, chance that you're loud, whatever the case is. Your speech. Yeah, when you're high, I think most people are just quieter. So naturally being Happy. quieter, I'm not going to notice it as much. Can I tell you what I like about this? I do like that idea of putting like the famous athlete in the drive-through or the, the 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 pickup line at a restaurant. Like, imagine you swing by Costco last night to get your sushi out, yep. and Clayton Kershaw is checking you out. Like, I, I love that. That's just such a cool little twist. <laughs> Kershaw me. making pizza back there? Yeah, yeah. He comes in every. He, he uh, was every Monday. actually Kershaw did do the Canes thing. I think when they opened one. Yeah, uh, I, I, I love that. Side. I yeah. absolutely love that trick. Taylor. Oh uh, yeah, I think I have a pretty good nose for this. Uh, alcohol. Especially, I don't know. I can smell it from a mile away. Um, but somebody's high. Uh, yeah, you can. If they're talking. Don't look into my eyes right now. <laughs> Not every day. I look eyes. at Slee. You know, <laughs> yeah, so what is wrong with them? I think I picked it up when I worked at Chick Fil A. Uh, That's that good training ground. That, that sounds really like. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect. Let place me guess. To see. The percentage at around nine thirty or ten kind of spikes through the roof. Yes. 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 Uh, and you sandwiches know. are the best, man. They're it's just the sandwich. best. Like uh, are you gonna order or no? <laughs> it's a good sandwich, yeah. Al. Do you ever see? You guys ever see when Braun worked at Blaze Pizza? We're talking about athletes working. So it's kind of the same thing. The problem with Broad, they're coming to a counter. He's six foot eight and 265 pounds. It's like, and some people wouldn't even say anything. I'm like, LeBron's serving you your pizza. Can't be an undercover boss, let's just say. Yeah, there's no disguising LeBron James. It's, it's a tough one. All right. So Elton John uh, will have his final U.S. performances this weekend in Dodger Stadium. So you think this will actually be his last shows in the United States? Alan, Patrick Cap. Cap. Yeah, I think they all they all say that they sell the hell out of the tickets, and then Burning Spear comes back five years later and he does it all over again. His last show was five years ago, and then he came back. Um, I think it's almost like I don't know. Sometimes you got athletes that are like, oh, I think I'm done. 
but there's so many question marks that come with it. Is that person really done? And they end up deciding that they want to continue to go. I think uh, artists are no different. Musicians are no different. How how old is Elton John? Uh, let me look it up real quick. He's got to be in his 70s, right? Okay, so at some point, like the Motley Crue guys, they keep going on their final tour. They're coming back. They need money, and they're still young enough to kind of run it back a few more 75. times. He's 75 years old. At some point, being on the road in your 70s probably kind of sucks. I would assume that he's got enough money to live the way that he wants to live. That's part of it. I was going to go the other probably way. no though. other feeling you get when you're not. out there. And, of course not. Mm-hmm. But being on an airplane every other day at 75 doesn't sound like fun. I don't have to see the artist in his final show. The athlete is different to me because while maybe you're not going to get it exactly right, LeBron James is getting close to the end of the line, Mm -hmm. right? So if you haven't had a chance to see him or you're the biggest LeBron James fan in the world, I'm going to want to go see that one more time before they because those guys don't come back. They might Mm -hmm. stay a little longer than you think, but nine out of ten times when they're gone, they're gone for good. So I'm going to check out the athlete before the artist. Taylor? Uh, I think cap on this one, but not because he's going to be doing it intentionally as a money grab. I just think, you know, he's going to have an itch to play music again, and he's going to want to come back to the U.S. And he might not do a tour, but he might like do like five shows at MSG or something like that. The bigger know? question, the last show's at Dodger Stadium, yes? Yeah. Does he wear the sequin Dodger uniform? He's mm. got to, right? A little bigger than the last time. I mean, he's a, I'm not saying it's the same one. I'm saying it's they make him a new one. It's like the most iconic Dodger uniform that's yeah. not a Dodger uniform. You should, if not that, that, he should get a Tyreek Evans jersey. <laughs> should get one of those. Bedazzled in sequins? Yes. Why not? All right. So if you don't cook on Thanksgiving, you need to do the dishes. Taylor, fat your cap. Uh, this is absolute fact. I've been guilty of not cooking or you know helping out, so I always try to, you know, help out where I can and go clean the dishes. Just a polite thing to do. Trev? Need y'all to look at me. Yes, fact. And if you don't, you are a monster beyond description. That The people that go to the effort to put... That, that meal takes days to put together. Days. There are dishes stacked to the ceiling because somebody has worked for days if you are the one that just sits down and eats and then goes put your feet up and watch the rest of the game, yeah. you are a monster. And yes, I am referencing specific people in my family. Sure. Al. <laughs> Got to go cap on this one. I'll tell you why. Does it matter how many people are there? Because let me give you an example. We'll have Thanksgiving at my parents' house and there will be probably 50 people. It's a lot. Okay? Probably 50 people. First off... I won't be allowed to be in the kitchen, and if it comes to cleaning the dishes, you're probably going to have to clean them again because I don't think I'm going to do a good enough job <laughs> to That's the suffice worst. Oh. I, I don't even know how to do this. Why don't you how. guys just do this for yeah. me? Yep, exactly. Terrible effort. If it's like five, six people, there's no question about it. You got to help out with something. Just make sure you're helping. Whatever it is you're helping, whether it's the dishes, you're cleaner, this, Clear the table. whatever it is that you're doing, right? 50, let me find other things to contribute. That's fine. That, let that, me find other things to contribute. There's your there's your, your escape hatch. Mm-hmm. Go play with the kids. Go take out the trash. Go do something other than- Let me do the other things that I think I'm better at great. than- But if you're just like, eh, great meal, honey, and then you just put your hand down your pants and start watching- the game at five? The Cowboys? Yeah. You're a bad, 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 bad guy. And let me say it again. A bad yes, guy. I'm talking about specific people in Is my Is there- so so within your within your family, within bad, your family. 
bad guy. Is it a couple of them, or is it more than does one? It start with a B. <laughs> nah, he no, no, it does not. Okay, oh, I thought it would be yeah. both Michael and. That's a different. Yeah. Move on. Next, <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble. Okay, so um, this weekend there was some. Uh, F1 drama. I know, yes, like, we are not all very into F1, but it's kind of cool. What's the drama? Um, what happened? <laughs> She's going to lay so, it out for uh, in, in races, the team presidents or engineers can talk to racers while it's happening. Okay. And so they'll give them directions, say, hey, do this, do this, whatever. So radio says to Max Verstappen, hey, let uh, Checo have the his place back. Does not give his place back. Anyway, kind of ha- goes to drama. Then... Um, Sergio Perez on the radio says, uh, we know who Max really is. So this led to a lot of really interesting drama over the weekend with the Red Bull team, who are the best team currently in F1. So it got me thinking, you wish you could have access to the radio between a coach and a QB during a football game. Travis, Fetter Cap. Fact. That's a that's a tremendous this is kinda like NFL films when they do the mic'd up when you yep. get it a yep. couple of days later. The the F one stuff that they're talking about, they they basically said, Hey, let him pass you. And he's like, No. It was terrific. Why would Because you're you're doing the team game, right? That okay. he you have a better chance of winning this race than I do. Your car's performing better. I need you need to go around me. Let me create some traffic so you can create some space. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. Okay. And he said no because he's a bad guy. He's also the number one guy in the sport. That being said, um, I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. The, the mic'd up so segments are so good, whether it's 24-7 from HBO. Anytime you get those guys, and I understand it's always going to be edited a little bit. It's yep. going to go through the filtering process. But even that, it's wildly compelling when you get guys that are angry and frustrated. It's real. Because by the time they walk into the podium afterwards – They've calmed down it's a not, little you're bit. You're not in the heat of the moment no, anymore. No. Yeah. I want to hear, why did you throw it over there? Because he was open. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I want to hear those guys bark at each other. I think it would be fascinating. Yeah, no, it's fact. I mean, I, I go back. Do you ever remember this? Anytime you see any Laker thing, and it's in the Showtime era, and it's Pat Riley having the speech with the guys, and it's it's on the sidelines, and he's like, um, he says something to the effect, stay tough, stay tough. That's what it's all about. And he's looking at every single one. I'm like, you... You can't get this anywhere else. Like the that raw, there is nothing that you can take with that and say, "Hey, it happened in the post game show." Take that and say, "Hey, it happened in the pregame show." It's in that moment on the road. You're in Boston or whatever it is. Those are um, those are arguably what takes the sport away from an athlete to an individual to a person. When Tommy Lasorda used to go out to change the pitcher. It was there's a great it's the 1981 World Series Dodgers Yankees and I think if it's Doug Rao is pitching for the uh, Dodgers okay it's a good pitcher for the Dodgers and he comes out it's first inning I think he's given up four runs mm-hmm. and Tommy's like I got to I got to take you out Doug he's like Tommy I'm pitching well Tommy loses his mind it's on YouTube you can go find it Dougie there's four blanking runs on the board right now what are you telling me I don't you're just, I don't care what you're pitching and he just explodes. It's terrific mm-hmm. because it's real and it's in that moment. So more managers and coaches F-bombing each other. I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of it. Dave Roberts may win an award in four hours sleep. Mm. Should he? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. See, Al, this tell is me why more. I have such passion for tell, that tell particular me more. topic. I did not know that that... <laughs> Just love, saying... I'd love some more information. I, I, I needed to get it out. I got yeah. it out during the break. I'm sorry that you had to be well, the it's recipient coming, of that. Well, it's coming soon. We're talking doing dishes at Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, it, it's part of the deal, right? Your mother I, I or your grandmother, offer, yeah. your father, your yeah. whoever makes this thing and... You got to chip in a little. Like bit. I said, fifty people at your Thanksgiving—that's a. It's going to be yeah, it'll probably be about fifty people or so. But like I said, that is that is it's. If I'm not doing the dishes, let me just find some. I'm going to find something to do. Go I'm going to help out. I'm, <laughs> I got Break, the remote. Yeah. Break some leaves. <laughs> I'm going to find something to do. I'm going to help Change out. Change the oil in your mouth. And the pregame. <laughs> I mean, the pregame. I'm a key part of the pregame yes. as well. Yeah, but yes, and that's good. Post game, I'll, I'll do help something. Out. Yeah. You don't have to do as much. You don't have to be the guy scrubbing the gravy out of the gravy boat, but don't sit there and just stare at the TV like your presence is. I'll a be gift in my bedroom. The of the people, I'll be in my bedroom. Text me when the food's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of dig that. Like that, that I'd be like pretty baller. Where's sleep? He's watching the game in the room. He's, he's got he, work. He doesn't want to be got, disturbed. He's watching the Lions. And he's the got Bills. work. <laughs> By the way, you can't crap on the Lions this year. They're playing the Bills on Thanksgiving. It's a good game. I still can. What do they got? Is it going to be a good what game? Are, sure. <laughs> what Jared are they, Allen's three throwing wins? interceptions like they're going out of style. Josh Allen, yeah. Oh, yeah, what I say? Jared, Jared Allen. Jared Allen, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's not throwing interceptions. Josh Allen, thank you, yes. Uh, listen, I'll watch any NFL game, but it's just, you know, always the fact that they stick that down and say, you, oh, you're going to enjoy Detroit football every single year. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I'm going back east for uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, to South Carolina, and I had a call with my aunt about like you know setting up how I'm gonna get there, all that stuff. She she informed me that they have a hot tub, so now I'm gonna get to do some hot tub chilling on the uh, for Thanksgiving in the middle of nowhere, South Carolina. Doesn't that sound fun, guys? <laughs> you should take your dinner in the hot tub. <laughs> That's what I should do for sure. Have some little stuffing floating just on the side there. It's just like oh, this is great. I love that. I love Thanksgiving. The, the, the idea of. Like one of those inflatable little toys that you give to your kids, but instead of a kid floating in the ring, it's the cranberry sauce, and it's just <laughs> floating around the top of the pool. You're scooping it out, throwing it on people's plates. I've never done the uh, hot tub Thanksgiving. I've never had yeah, the. No, are, are you looking forward to that? that I mean, good? I kind I'm of. I'm kind of conflicted. My, my family is um can be a little bit redneck sometimes, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's Go be, on. It's, it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Redneck we, take more tub. details. Yeah, yeah love like, hot tubs, love beer, love just, you know, chaos and it'll be fun. I'll okay. be doing the show from there for the, when the week. You guys, when you say that your family can get a little redneck at times, do fights break out at your family functions? No fights. No fights. Will uh, the men be shooting at cans in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no rifles. No firearms? No firearms. Maybe knives. That's uh, by the way, that's darts. all you had to say for everyone's minds to just go in completely different places. Well, there must be a fight. There must be a fight Definitely going can't. down. Okay, when my I cousin did... wore head-to-toe camo to Thanksgiving dinner. Literally, he looked like How he did just... you know he was there? <laughs> <laughs> His face was exposed. He so was that's hiding behind the turkey in the cornucopia lurking. <laughs> yeah, it, it can be quite... 
quite the experience. I want more details. I'm like, so I'm fascinated by this. Like, camo, that's a great detail. Like, yes. give, give me, give me another one of those. I'm um, definitely. Uh, what kind of alcohol is being served? At oh, your t- so a thing? mixture, some bush light, <laughs> definitely some bush. Uh, some honey. Um, okay, that's not redneck. Just forties. <laughs> Just forties. <laughs> definitely Old bagged wine. Okay. Going to be there. We got red solo too. cups going. Definitely red solo cups. Okay. Uh, Dr Pepper is definitely going to be there. It's a big fight in my family about Dr Pepper Code Red. Sure. Mountain Dew Code Red's also going to be there. Of course, of course, it's um, like the Pilgrims hat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. What's Thanksgiving without Code Red? Mountain Dew. Um, definitely dogs present. There's lots of dogs. Um, and okay, I'm picturing scraps in Christmas <laughs> vacation under the table barfing, and everybody's just ignoring it like it's not even happening. Yeah, Na- NASCAR oh. will be talked about. Maybe a NASCAR jacket being worn. Um, Crying babies? How many? There, mm, there's one baby. I think there's gonna be one baby available. And yeah, it's not. It's not very fancy. It's gonna be fun. Taylor, you're knowledge of these situations i think you're tipping your hand a i'm little disappointed bit. with the no rifles in the backyard <laughs> i know i don't think that we're necessarily oh, well there, there are oh yeah i don't know probably not hunting any outside so how if you, there's a squirrel that goes by maybe like as you're in the middle of this are you rolling your eyes are you participating are you into it like take, take i, I like it. the casualness of yep. redneckness of like you know I not like having that. to be fancy not it can be kind of kicked back though i do you know roll your eyes in some of um uh, let's say political things. That yeah, you should bring up back. politics. Yeah, yeah, you should, you should definitely bring up uh, you know, right well, when you get midterm in. Elections <laughs> yeah, a topic of conversation. Right when you come in, pick a flag, whichever one you want, just walk in with it. You know, being West Coast elite, I guess now. Uh, but oh it's, yeah, you're a coastal elite. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's fun because I think it's fun and casual. You have table. fun games to play. Like you know, there. Oh, we play this game. Um, we play the stump game. I don't know what is. So it? it's where you have. Um, Nails in a in a in a stump. Like so you a tree have stump. A tree stump, and it's this cut off. Good, you have nails in it, and uh, you're in two teams. I mean, sometimes you'd be in one team, but uh, each time you have to flip a hammer, catch the hammer, and then hit it in one fell swoop. So it's like if I was doing it with this pen, it's like, up, flip, hit, and then you drive a nail into the stump. Yeah, yeah. you try to. Drive, and so if you're, but you and you're trying to get someone else's nail. So if it's me and Taylor playing. I try to hit, try to hit his, his nail. nail. And so if his nail gets all the way in, then he's eliminated. Yeah, we're doing that in El Cajon. All the, <laughs> Do you have to cut down a new tree every year? <laughs> no, all the Chaldeans. I mean, usually it's already cut. Got to have some uh, fire for the wood for the fire. Does this, what's it called? Nail? We call it the stump, stump game. Stump game. Stump game. Do, do, um, does Are the there injuries? Game, does the stump game go before or after dinner? Usually involves drinking okay. uh, before and after. I'm just saying, we also play it, we, we flip tires sometimes. Flipping a hammer and trying to drive nails after sure. a Thanksgiving meal and what goes along with that, mm-hmm. that seems risky. It seems yeah. like you guys you should have... do that this year. We'll all do it. It'll fall on your feet sometimes. We'll you gotta pick it. It sure. up. Yeah, you know, it's it's it tests your hand eye coordination. I'm pretty good at it typically. Um, I'm not usually the last one. I would like if you... there was a cover five for that. I would, <laughs> and all her family members. Take my dad though; he's the best at it. Well, dads are good at stuff like that. Yeah. Can I take a guess that your dad invented the stump game? Um, he did not invent the stump game. Actually, my cousin Jacob invented the stump, okay. stump game. So. But I bet you he put in some time yeah. working on his abilities. Yeah, my my cousin Jacob like is an, he is a fireman who also does electrician stuff on the side. Like he does. What about axe throwing? He axe throwing is great. We do not do that though. That's fun. Have you, you ever have done any that? Never thrown. Yeah, it, no. it's it, it's. I saw we were up in the Bay Area of all places. Mm-hmm. We went to this barbecue restaurant, and they had like this looked like a batting cage, 
right? It's it's ch- cyclone fence, chain link fence, and yep. in the middle of the round, I'm like what? And, and there at the end of it, there's this giant like piece of wood with like target painted on it, and no one was doing it. I'm like, what in the world is this? And the next thing you know, you you rent axes and you go in there. It's Damn, crazy. it's so much fun. And it's Play so space. hard to do. Let's get one in here. The Rogers need to play spaces. sump game at your uh, at your Thanksgiving. We'll dinner. go corner I- to corner. <laughs> we got targets all around. Too. I don't hate the stump game, Emily. I feel like I'd be pretty good at that if I I'm being honest. Too. I, I, you should go. <laughs> I, everything I heard family. about this is something I would like to see with my own two eyes. <laughs> I, I very much like this party. If I where's um, Dad? Well, yeah. he's in South Carolina <laughs> with Emily. <laughs> Playing the stump game and drinking cold red. Right next to Clemson. I, that's where it is. It's like in the western side of South Carolina, right next to Clemson and Lake Hartwell. Awesome. awesome. There'll be a lake. There'll be a boat riding. Now, and I, can can't I beat that. My, can I change my answer from mm-hmm. factor cap? If there's the stump game, bleep the dishes. I'm going to play the stump game. I'll, I'll see you guys on Friday morning. Susan, I'm going to be out it. there the rest of the you day. Got it, Susan. What's the weather like in South Carolina? Is it nice? It's actually 60. It's going to be essentially what our weather is. So it's, it's But we have fall foliage over there. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it'll be a good time. That's awesome. And I'll, that, I'll, that be, doing the show. Like fun. I'll be doing the show from there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So do I can you give get you wiped out at Thanksgiving or do you kind of take it easy? I don't take it easy. Yeah. So, but I'm flying home the day afterwards. So that's going to be fun. Oh, nothing. Nothing. The only thing worse than flying hungover is taking care of children hungover. And then combine the two. Take care of children on a flight while hungover. Don't do any of those things. It's not a good combo. Dave Roberts may or may not be the manager of the year three hours from right now. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.